Who's here? Yeah. Burberry scars, shrimp and peri on, living like a comet, moving amongst the stars. Hundred thousand dollar sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois. Yes, I've been a boss. Sauntering, major D stand, flabbergasted. I asked about the size of an infant's cast. All right, I promised Ted I was gonna do this, so. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Rewind Wrestling Network proudly brings to you its tag team champions of the world, the not so road dog DOM, the high class one Bruce, Rewind's new age outlaws. Welcome, everyone, to a show made by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. Welcome yeah. to Top Rope. And we did give Wendy a shot. I'm hoping she will be here. I'm not quite sure what's going on. We're messaging her in the background. But at this point, you're stuck with Brucey and I. I usually do a nice big, you know, intro and everything else. But that was it. Brucey, Yo. please take this from me. Take it away. What? Start the show, homie. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, I, I was looking save at... some time, so I just did no. I <laughs> I was uh, I was looking at some of the content for the show. Sorry, some of the no, stuff no, that we're going to be talking you're about. Good. So, needless to say, this continued another week of crazy and amazing wrestling news and also television you know that we got to see there was death before dishonor i heard um that there was a fuck ton of wrestling on monday night raw and that makes me very happy i'm probably going to give it another week or two to let triple h get his bearings and really get going before i fully commit to watching again um you know i i do truly think that uh I'll get to that later in the show because we've got a topic for that. <laughs> so, something so there was some major news from New Japan Pro Wrestling that came out. Um, <clears throat> Stardom on Twitter said, uh, just announced in today's Stardom 2022 strategy meeting the IWGP Women's Championship. Yes, you heard me correctly. Right. New Japan Pro Wrestling is introducing a women's world title now if y'all don't know much about new japan pro wrestling uh a woman's match or a woman in a ring in new japan pro wrestling is very 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 few and far between it's right but since they purchased um stardom they uh they they vowed to to make to to catch up to the standard of professional wrestling, at least in our American shows, because yeah. they they said they were going to fly over stardom uh, competitors to wrestle on the American American circuit that they have. But now the IWGP Women's Title is out, and you're going to have women's matches on New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I think that is so huge, not only for women's wrestling, but just for wrestling in general for New Japan to come to that. You know, um, mm -hmm. what are your feelings and thoughts on this, man? Man, when I when I first when I first saw the tweet about an IWGP Women's Championship, all immediately the first thought in my head was, "Yeah, yeah, 
Exactly. Like, I know, a little anime for Japan. You know, just just trying to keep it. You know, just kind of trying to keep it legit. Um, <laughs> I mean, and this comes off of New Japan announcing that they were going to start having women's matches in the U.S. and possibly in Japan and and bring more stardom talent over and that sort of thing. I think, if anything, they finally realized that, like, they are the last major promotion without a women's division. Yeah, they are. uh, I mean, MLW got a women's division before you, and you've been around a few more decades than they have. So, it, it, on one hand, it's about time, but uh, at the same, on the other hand, it's a it's a tremendous stride in the right direction because we know yes. stardom is packed with talent. I can't even begin to go over stardom alums and where they are today because they're some of the biggest names in women in women's wrestling in general. They're everywhere, and so yeah. to get this next crop in front of new japan crowds whether it be in the u.s or in you know in some of these shows in japan or even you know wrestle kingdom tokyo Mm -hmm. dome with all you know tens of thousands of screaming people well maybe screaming because you know they social distance and and do some other stuff in japan still so they don't really pop like they used to but you know you get what i'm saying yeah can only benefit both sides like it's going to be it's going to be great for the women of stardom it's going to be great for new japan because people are going to stop looking at them like the fossil in the room and you know here's the other thing this is this this could actually this is actually going to benefit aew because joshi wrestling is going to be seen more because here's the thing let's be honest It, it for for you got to be a niche fan in America uh, to to watch Joshi wrestling. You have to be, yeah. you know, it, just speaking honestly, like only hardcore wrestling fans are going to sit down and watch Joshi wrestling and watch stardom and stuff like that. It's true. If you look at it. So this That's is going to get more exposure for Joshi wrestling and AEW likes to use Joshi wrestlers. Yeah. So. I mean, honestly, I was Wednesday night. I was explaining to somebody like who Mia Yamashita was and and what her finishing move was and everything else because they just hadn't seen her at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I watch DDT and I watch Stardom and I watch that type of stuff, but not everybody does. No. So maybe getting them out there on you know even if it is with New Japan and U.S. television and maybe bringing some of these women to say ROH when it comes back or even to dynamite like Mm -hmm. would only help would help new Japan for exposure. And then would help AEW to get some of these people more known mainstream. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like AEW kind of like the only thing I got to knock AEW on this subject is if you're going to bring in somebody like Mia, give us some footage, some background, something. Don't have Excalibur give you his his you know promotional micro machines man description of her as she walks down the ramp. Yeah, put something together to show people this is w- what she is, what she's capable of, where she's been, what title she's won, whatever. Yeah. And that could be said about a lot of the ROH talent and stuff too. Like there are still people out there, sadly, who don't know who Roosh is. 
Right. This guy's been an ROH champion. He's a member of, you know, Los Ingrenables. He's been, he, he's young, but he's well-decorated and people don't know him. You have direct access to ROH and AAA's catalog, AEW. Put something together. Absolutely. Here's Boom. Little, little quick, little quick, you know, 30, 40 second clip. And then he comes to the ring. You know, Jose made a great point about New Japan, you know, in, in what we were just talking about. Oh, this you know? one? Yeah, yeah, New cool. Japan taking them baby steps. It, it is going to pay off for him. And, it and truly is, Bobo Clown. Like, there's a lot of people that had no idea that New Japan actually owned stardom now for the longest time until now. You know, um, I, I, I think it is going to pay off for him, and I think it's going to pay off huge as well. I think this is really going to benefit. It's going to benefit a lot of companies in the long run. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, while I'm here... Shout out to Devin and Clark Street. Please go, please yes. go subscribe to them too. Like, I don't, I don't know. At least for me personally, I don't know where I'd be without Devin coming on here and kind of befriending us and yeah. you know leading us down the path. Like we had to take it, but if it weren't for him, we wouldn't even have been on it. So, so thank you, fam, for yes. everything. I know I've said that on. Thank you, big media. dog. I didn't want you to think I was bullshitting, so I'm, I'm literally putting it on wax for you, man. <laughs> thank you, Devin. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So let's let's move on to I guess you could say we've got like really three big segments um, and a new game that we can still play with just the two of us. Um, okay, I was wondering about. So that. <laughs> we can we can we can we can still do that. So let's talk about death before dishonor because this pay per view. Um, I, I I don't I don't care what they said about the buys and 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 the attendance. This fucking show was amazing it was it was awesome from start to finish there wasn't a bad match on the card there really wasn't and and we're gonna we're just gonna fucking we're gonna go right into it claudio castanoli versus jonathan gresham so yes we know gresham asked for his release and all of this um but with that aside to have that match kick off the pay-per-view i was kind of shocked i really was um it was a very technical match. It was a good match. Um, with Castellanoli, um coming back and winning the ROH World Title, it, it was it was cool to see. Um, there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, here, come here. I'm going to give you a World Title because you haven't been a World Champion. Just come sign with us," you know. But I actually think it was it was it was awesome. It, it was awesome that Castellanoli won in a great match. And Gresham did put on a great match with Castellanoli. So, Don, where do you stand on this match? And what were your points, high points and low points of this match? Oh, I got a lot to say about this. But first, let me give a shout out to Sam Slade from Nickel City Wrestling. I love that, man. They've got a show coming up, I think. Uh, it's either, I think it's the, the beginning of August where Masha Slamovich comes home and a bunch of other stuff. Check that out if you get a chance. I had to get that in because I've been talking about yeah, it man. with Sam. That's absolutely. Um, now, as far as far as this match goes, uh, I personally enjoyed the hell out of it. There were a lot of people complaining about, you know, Jonathan Gresham getting squashed, and and I just kind of, uh, I just kind of like 
even if it was on my even if it was on social media i'm looking at my phone and i'm uh, and and again we're back to that moment where i'm just, the fuck because let's be honest if you want a if you want to know what a squash match is go see dan Housen versus ricky starks yes and then watch Gresham versus Claudio. There is a huge difference because one is a squash match and one isn't. And I know there have been reports that have said that Jonathan Gresham asked for his release. There are also reports out there saying that Jonathan Gresham is done with wrestling. Yeah. Now. For the foreseeable future. Regardless of what you believe, one thing is absolutely true. These reports came from the same man who said before our last show that Brock Lesnar walked out of the TD Garden. (laughs) Okay? This is why, and again, shout out to Devin, this is why I have agreed with Devin wholeheartedly when he has come out on shows and and, and made podcast episodes called Fuck Them Dirt Sheets. Yeah. Because here we were last week, and I know, I, I think Chris brought it up, and we decided to talk about it, but it wasn't it wasn't confirmed. It wasn't one of those ESPN confirmed reports. And I thought, all right, let's just run with it anyway. He wants to talk about it because we we at Top Rope are for the people. And by the <laughs> right? end, by the end of our show, Brock Lesnar was coming down the ramp. Yeah. So all I'm saying is take these reports for what they are, because the same uh-huh. man that reported this reported Brock. Yeah. I enjoyed this match thoroughly. I was amazed that it kicked off the card. I thought it was uh, it, it wasn't a squash. It was more of when you looked at the size of these two competitors, Claudio is miles above him, Ted. bigger than him. And it would make sense that Jonathan Gresham can't go for an Irish whip because he's just going to go, no, I don't think so. Yeah. That's not a squash. That's legitimate reality type wrestling. Yeah. He also got Claudio in submission holds. It worked his knee over. It did everything that a little man does against a big man. Like we just had 20 years of Rey Mysterio. You know how many times Rey Mysterio worked over a big man's knee? Mm Mm-hmm. Just about every match. Won that man a few titles, didn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. This was not a squad. It was a good, it was a very good match. And I'm very happy for Claudio. I damn near wanted to come out last week and say, you know what? I hope that motherfucker wins. He's never had a world title anywhere. And I remember the two title matches he had in Ring of Honor when he showed up. One of them being against Nigel McGuinness. I think that was the last one. Where he came up this short. Like if you watch both those title matches, you thought at one point or another, he's winning. He was winning, yeah. And it didn't and it didn't turn out. And it hasn't turned out anywhere else. How long has this guy been doing it? A long so it felt time. Good when he finally held that title in his hand and you saw that re- that look on his face. And mm-hmm. I gotta go back from that. Yeah, exactly, Sam. Rumors are rumors. Yeah. And that's all dirt sheets are. So so we'll we'll continue to monitor the situation when something concrete from like Jonathan Gresham comes out, we'll come back to you and tell you. But right. As again, Devin chimes in. That's right. Fuck them dirt sheets. <laughs> Everybody out there, it feels good. One time, fuck them dirt sheets. 
So Devin, but, if you're um, if you're around for if you're around for the would you rather segment, I've got one in there that you might want to answer. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, Devin. I'm gonna send you the link. <laughs> Just tell me where you want it. <laughs> no, so so it was. It know, was a great show overall, Ted. Uh, and and Tony seemed to capitalize on it and and I'm sure he will going down the line. Like he was saying in the scrum afterwards. This was the highest attended ROH pay-per-view that wasn't on WrestleMania weekend and wasn't at the Garden. Those are those are pretty big numbers. Yeah. Absolutely. So moving moving on the card for the show. This was I think this was the the it was a good match, but it was like meh for me. Cause I mean the match was still solid, but it's the six six man title match with Dalton Castle and the boys versus um oh my god I can't remember the freaking name um it was Vincent and who the fuck are they oh the righteous Vincent, the righteous um, that's who it Dutch is. and Bateman going up against yes. Dalton Castle and the boys yeah. and the boys um I thought it was a solid match um yeah. I'm still I've I've been on the fence about Dalton Castle for a long long time I know the dude can wrestle um, I've seen his matches. I like his matches. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I just have to see more of him on my TV to get to get used to him and, and understand his gimmick. I figured you would, Ted. It's pretty I simple. He's, you he's would. another one of these guys who wants to be Fre- some sort of Freddie Mercury type wrestler. You know, when you look around, you got Shinsuke over here. Then you have Emi Sakuro, which is probably the funniest one. Draws the mustache on, wears the jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and his boys who got names and the saddest part is I forgot what they are. They're like Brent and, and, and something. Yeah. Boy one, <laughs> boy two. Let's just stick now with it's that. Brent and something else. I don't remember yeah. the other one. <laughs> I got half of it. But it was a good match overall, you know, with yeah. Dalton Castle and the boys coming away with the six man titles. Um I think the next match is is one that I really highly enjoyed on this card. Um and probably could have stole the show too, if it if if it wasn't for um the main event, which is Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia for the pure title. This this match was pure wrestling at its best. They only had one rope break the entire match. Right? That that in itself how um, about, uh, how about Garcia's promo before the before the actual before the actual match where he said, have you ever watched a sport and thought to yourself, you know, what will make this better. More rules. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking yeah. died laughing. <laughs> oh. 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 We, oh. Comments. Yes. Yes. Sam, it, it, for those of you who don't know, D- Danny Garcia, Red Death himself, trained at Nickel City Wrestling. That's so fucking awesome. That. Isn't that amazing? That is awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But no, this match, it, I, I don't know. We'll, I, I have never, I can't say never. It's been a long ass time since I've seen a wrestler elevated as much as he has just by having other wrestlers around him than Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. He, he, he. Listen, this is a guy that had been around. He was a pandemic guy. He came in to fill spots during the pandemic. Then he wound up sticking around and getting a contract. It just dawned on me. Oh, Uh sorry. It just dawned on me um, 
probably before or probably after our last live stream. You know how long Wheeler Yuta has been around? He was in the original pure title tournament when they brought it back. Yeah. But he just never caught on anywhere until, like you said, pandemic comes in AEW, gets a shot with best friends, and then we roll from there. Mm-hmm. Now he's being elevated by by Claudio Castagnoli, friggin' John Moxley, and and Brian Danielson. Like it's mm-hmm. it's crazy to see the rub that he's got, and it's awesome. And then yeah. you've got Daniel Garcia. This dude's just an animal. He he's he's so underrated. And as things go on, you know, after you know, with the match that he just had with Brian Danielson. I honestly think he's going to leave JAS and go to the Blackpool Combat Club. I, I the praise that that William Regal gave him throughout that match on commentary was was mm. pre- pretty flattering if if you're Daniel he, Garcia, you know. I I kind of agree. It's just then after he praised Daniel Garcia, Garcia needed Hager's help to pull an upset on Brian Danielson in his return. Yeah, I know. So that might that might cool some of the relations between I, as much as I'd love to see Garcia switch sides because I think he is he is definitely more of a pro wrestler than a sports entertainer when you Yeah, but he, he's doing a damn he's, he's he's playing the part the way it needs to be played. No, he is. He absolutely is. And and I agree with Ted on this one too. Um you know, Yuta is another one he can go like crazy, but yeah, yeah he could kind of use Regal. He needs a mouthpiece. And and the promo side is improving with Wheeler, but it certainly yeah. doesn't help. Or, I mean, it certainly doesn't hurt, I should say, to have William Regal behind you. Mm-hmm. And to get Garcia and a few other young guys to add to these vets that could be kind of like, you know, taking on Padawan learners, so to speak. Yeah. Man, I'm here for this. Like, like bring your Garcias, bring your Takeshkas, bring whoever. Like these young, hot talents that have already proven themselves on the AEW roster, and mm-hmm. let these veterans just just give them all the information they can handle. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> we, Regal we is goaded. Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. So even... we can. I, huh? I don't. I don't even think that's that. Regal is the goat, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Danny is an up and comer. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, Sam. I, absolutely. I I feel like he's arrived in in AEW, and I see him actually probably being a mainstay there. And I would love to see that for him because, yeah, he can just go. He can go. He he's a future world champ. Easy, hands uh, down. First and foremost, I just got to say I'm loving all the comments, but I'm also loving that people are actually like interacting with each other in the chat. That's so yeah. Cool. This is like when rewind meets top rope in the live chat. <laughs> <laughs> we just come together like William Regal and Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> so we we both agree that this pure championship match was probably the second best match of the night. 
Yeah, it was. It was. It, it's. It. I could. I could see that. It was so hard because there was not a bad match on this. There wasn't, but hard. from like zero hour all the way to the main event, like mm-hmm. every match was was good. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm worn out. Oh god, here comes another banger. All right, I'm here for this. Get me some water. <laughs> now, Dragon Dragon Lee versus Roosh, brother versus brother was next uh, on this card. I kind of wish they gave him a little more time. I don't. I, I thank you, thank you, Ted, and thank you, Sam. Always, oh, uh, we're glad to have you guys every week. Yeah, every week. You know, it's where was I? I kind of lost my train of thought. We're uh, we're talking. Oh, Dragon Lee versus Dragon Lee, brother, the brother of the brothers, brother versus brother. Yeah, I I feel like this was the most technical lucha libre match I think I've ever seen. Um, and you know, because because lucha matches are technical, but there's a lot more high flying. Oh, of course. You know, of course. You know, the lucha brothers can be very technical, but they also keep their high flying and their rope work in in the match. But this match was brutal. Yeah, Roosh kind of kicked the shit out of Dragon Lee for most of this match, and um, vice versa. Really, like it, Dragon it really Lee wasn't was. pulling punches either. It's like. These two felt like they were fighting in the backyard and their father had to come separate them, you know? <laughs> right? It was like they were fighting over the G.I. Joe. The, like, it really like was the a G.I. Joe match, in the toy box. Sam. It had everything. It was lucha yeah. strong at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there was a lot of technical stuff. There was a lot of hard hitting. There was a little bit of flying. There was brawling on the outside. It was just, it was action-packed from minute one till the bell rang again. And I, if they want to do that ten more times, I'll be there. Oh, I don't know about that, Divin. No. Don't put that fucking bad juju on Josh Woods. Don't you ever do that. No. I think I'd rather, honestly, Ivan, I think I'd rather have Woods in the combat club. Yeah, absolutely. If Garcia's going to stay where he is, and and, and that's fine. I'm not saying, like, he's got a good position in Mm -hmm. the appreciation society. I'd like to see him come. But if we had to choose, I would say put Josh Woods in the combat club and let Danny stay where he is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they do. They do know how to handcuff the fans. They really do. Now, what so so what was your what was your overall thoughts? You know, like like I said, I felt I felt that they should have given these two guys a little more time on the show. I understand, you know, you only got so much time in a show. Um but yeah. So what 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 were your thoughts on this match? It was a it was a very it was a very good it was a very good match, bordering great. Yeah, it could have been a little longer, but I, I there is I can't be one of those guys. I can't sit here and watch a three, four hour pay-per-view where there's just banger after banger after banger and then go, yeah, but they could these guys could have had more time or maybe this could have been the main event or something like that. I don't want to be one of those wrestling fans. You know the ones I'm talking about. Fickle, they're fickle. So I'm yeah. not going to be. I'm not going to yeah. be. What I will say is, for what they gave us, it was golden. And I even loved the, the in-ring storytelling during all this brutality, mm-hmm. lucha, technical, and strong styles. Where, like, in the if you go mid-match, it looks like Roosh is going to hit. Is going to give him, you know, hit him with the horns. Yeah, the the, the missile drop kick in the corner, and he starts yep. to run, and then he and then he pulls up. Because it's his brother laying there. 
Mm-hmm. And 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 all of a sudden, a man who is known for being pretty fucking pretty brutal and brutal <sighs> is now actually all of a sudden it looks like he has a conscience. And then he starts losing the match, and then conscience goes right out the door, and he yeah. hits this month, and he hits his brother with not one but two, but two, and they are just—I mean—the sound of them was like, oh, oh, like he was not pulling those—he was not pulling those drop kicks, not even no. a little bit. No, there was nothing pulled in that match, <laughs> nothing at all. Um. Yeah, it, 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 I, I agree. It was a great fucking oh, yes, match. David, yes, David. Yes, And thank you for showing um, up. So, after that, we get Serena Deeb versus Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez for the ROH Women's Championship. I, I'm gonna, just going to let you kick your thoughts out on this match and, and you know, tell me, tell me, give, just fucking spill it on this match, bro. Man, this is... I'll be honest, I swept the entire Death Before Dishonor card when they did that. This was one of the few matches I got right. So I'm very happy about it. I'm very happy that my fear of Mercedes Martinez stopped me from picking against her. (laughs) This match, if it weren't for the obvious main event, this match kind of stole the show. Really? You think so? Oh my god, yeah. Like, these two... They were both technical. They they were both trading shots, back and forth. You didn't. You, you literally didn't know who was going to win until the bell rang. Yeah, like like it looks like Deeb is about to make Mercedes tap at the very end, and all of a sudden Mercedes catches her and and counters it, and Champ retains. Yep. It was it was it was a wonderful match. I would personally love to see it again somewhere. I don't care if you want to put it on Dynamite, if you want to put it on Dark. Hell, you could come to this show and we'll broadcast it live on our channel. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I would love to see it again. I could probably say that about any of these, but the, yeah. uh, these matches on the card. But this one in particular was great. I mean, the in-ring psychology, the action, the counter wrestling, the brawling, everything was just like, Mwah. And, and and that's what you would expect from two women who are ring veterans. Yes. You know, these women have been around for a few minutes. Fuck mm-hmm. a minute. <laughs> Between the two of them, they got to have 30, 35 years of experience. Oh, absolutely. Hands and down. And it showed. It yeah. absolutely, positively showed in the most beautiful of ways. I, I can't say anything else. I just have to say I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm glad Mercedes Martinez re- retained. And thank you for entertaining the living hell out of me. Yeah, I was... I was... I really was, was thoroughly, a solid technical match, man. Uh, yes, it was very technical. I was thoroughly um, pleased and and happy with this with this match because um, it shows that there are amazing technical women's wrestlers in AEW slash ROH. So we know they're there. It's just a matter of showcasing them now instead of not just showcasing them on pay-per-views. But this match, start to finish, bell, hands down, it – it could be an ROH classic. It could go down as an ROH classic in the vault. It, it, it really could. I'm not <laughs> saying an all-time classic, but ROH classic, hands down, absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. You know, I just can't wait till the streamers come back. Um, I was kind of missing them, but you know what? They had Pyro. 
When did ROH ever have pyro? <laughs> and they had, I mean, they had a smoke cannons. machine, you know, Con- but, yeah, but confetti cannons too. Confetti cannons, right? I was like, <sighs> wow, are the young bucks showing up? <laughs> right? But no, this yeah, the women's match was solid start to end, technical masterpiece. You, you, you can't ask for much better wrestling than than what we got in that match. No. And so we, you know, it should be expected when these two step in a ring together because you got Serena Deeb and like you said, you got Mercedes Martinez. They've got so much experience. And, you know, it's it's almost like when, it's like when you put Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker in a ring together. You you know you're going to get gold. Well, when you put Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb in a ring, you're going to have gold. That's the thing. You're going to get platinum out of them because if you think about it, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker haven't been around half as long as Serena Deeb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between mm-hmm. the two of them. <laughs> and then you throw Mercedes game on top of that. Like, yeah, nothing against yeah. those two women. They put on tremendous matches, but not at that level. So, after this amazing match, I actually kind of feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it hurt the television title match or not. I, I Again, not a bad match on the card. No. This match was the most built match next to next to the tag title match um, on this card. Um I honestly felt Lethal should have walked away with the title. Um, I think it would have been better. I, I, I think it would have been better. That's what I enjoyed, though. This was like the biggest surprise of the night. I know there were a couple of matches we had picked. Like, oh, this guy's gonna like we had all picked Gresham, Claudio won, and that, and it was like, okay, that's cool. That's not really surprising because you know it's a big moment. It's believable, but. The way things had played out and the way they built this match and Joe Mm -hmm. being, you know, absentee because he's shooting a a television show or if you want to believe the kayfabe, his shoulders hurt. Come back that night and put Jay Lethal to sleep? Yeah. That shocked the living hell of me. After an amazing match, not because it's Joe, because we all know Joe's capable yeah. It just felt like all the momentum was in Jay Lethal's corner. Yeah. And he had the numbers. And he lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, surprise! <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? But it, it it really was. It really was a good... like Start to finish, bell to bell, great match. Great, great match, great storytelling. You know, yeah. I kind of, I kind of I wish mean, everyone could have gotten that as we, as we yeah. told the great, you know, Satnam Singh. <laughs> yeah, Kali Jr., the third, the fourth. I don't know because there's two other ones <laughs> right. on w, WWE. So, right, I don't know if he's right Big Mike, poor, poor Black Machismo. Maybe, maybe <laughs> next time, right. homie. <laughs> right. And, and now. <laughs> We go into the main event, the main oh. event of Death Before Dishonor. Holy... I think we need to go bigger than that. I think we need to go back. Hang on, hang on. Now, it's time for the main event. That felt yes. right. Go ahead, Brucey. <laughs> yes. Holy shit! Let's just. I, I, I'm putting this out there. You know, FTR and the Briscoes probably have the front runners for the first and second place match of the year. 
this two out of three falls brutality of tag team wrestling fucking gold is what we just saw that those those and just think they've got one more to finish this finish the trilogy so there's one more match to come out of these two and at least you'd think otherwise uh, uh, if they decide to go down that cody seth path there's another match yeah and, 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 you know, I, I, I could see it happening. I could see it coming. You know, I could see a third match. Why why wouldn't they? But let's let's see it on an AEW pay-per-view. Hmm. Let's see it. Let's see it at All Out. Or All In. Sorry. Let's see it at All. No, All, all out. out. I was right. I was you right. You were right the first time. All In was the ROH one. Well, That's actually, where you're at. Actually, they could, um, they could use All In now. They could bring that back. They could bring it back. Yeah. Um, Tony owns the company. If he wants all in, we get all in, <laughs> right? But no, this this tag match was was pure pure wrestling gold. This was tag team wrestling at its best. Um, yeah. Modern day tag team wrestling at its best. Like Sam um, said, they got this right. This one right, like one hundred. Yes, this this was a hundred percent right. And and the setup for the match. These two teams just have such great chemistry. It's 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 off the chart. It their chemistry is like watching the New Day versus the Usos. If if, if I can compare it to a WWE tag team feud, that's oh, the one I, I could, already did. Yeah, you know, that's the one I can compare it to. It's like when these two teams are getting together, I'm watching it. I don't yes. care what what how many times they fought or what promotion or what pay per view or what live show or what television network. I'm watching it. Yeah. Dude, that backdrop through the table was fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, no. I thought they no died. Way. I literally thought they were dead. Uh, yeah. No, that, <laughs> that, you, you can see my face. I, I can't even talk, so I'm just, I, I, I'm going to let somebody do it. That, that table. Oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was, it looked so brutal. Uh, I think at the time. I was uh I was messaging with Grandma Wendy during the pay-per-view. And yeah. that table spot happened and I asked Grandma straight up like, "You think they're okay?" Like like again. <laughs> yeah. Cuz that table didn't break, it exploded. <laughs> no, it did. It really did. It and did. like the way that's like the way they hit the table is what made it look like like oh my god. Yeah, because they didn't like land flat on it. They kind of went into the edge on it. You know, I was like, "Ooh, ooh, yeah. that was you're gonna feel that one in the morning." If you're taking a table spot, you felt that one when it happened. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> and you take one like that, you, you sat there know like, it's gonna hurt. motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm on my couch, like, baby, can I get an ice pack? <laughs> All right, on an A, B, C, D, F scale, Dom, what do you give this pay-per-view? Oh, man, I, I I have to give it an A. I mean, what other what other grade can you give a ma- can you give a pay-per-view that just has all go and no show? Yeah. Like all banger from start to finish, from zero hour till FTR and, and the Briscoes. And and I will say that I agree with you about you know them having maybe the two best matches of the year. Yeah. The problem being, I don't know which one's which. Hey, 
I don't know which one to choose. I can't choose. Like, can I name one of them my match of the year, one of them my tag match of the year, and just cheat? <laughs> <laughs> right? Can we can we rig the system somehow so both of these it's, win match of the year? Not, I mean, you know, it, 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 in the words of the immortal one, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Can I just cheat and say that one was match of the year, one was tag match of the year, so I don't have to pick? Yes. 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 Yeah, I'm so, I'm straight up cuffs. <laughs> I, I think uh, I don't know. I want to give it an A, but at the same time, like I want to give it an A minus because it's a six man. Um, oh, just give it an A. <laughs> oh, I think I, no. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna give it an A minus because of the six man. I I, I think that could have been done on the pre show. Um, yeah. and they could they could have put something else in that in that slot. I I will say I I think. I think we're headed towards, well, I don't know what to call him now. Because that was another thing that was kind of controversial at this show. Like, Tully is out. Prince Nana. Prince Nana owns, yeah. So they're not the, they're not Blanchard Enterprises anymore. They're the embassy. Because that was Prince Nana's thing back in the day with ROH. So I could see the embassy coming through and just annihilating Dalton Castle and boys somewhere in the near future. Like, I yeah, don't know if they're going to the be next far away pay-per-view when they get a TV deal, like whatever comes first. Okay. But I could definitely see that happening. So it, it, it was, this one was just, Hey, I, I think you said it last week. The righteous are not on an ROA. No, Vincent, anymore. Vincent they're signed with impact with impact. So we've got to get the titles off them mm-hmm. on somebody that we have. Let's do. Let's have Dalton Castle and the boys take it. Yeah, and then they'll work from there. And I think eventually from there we're going to get the the embassy. But that's just me. I absolutely enjoyed the hell out of the show. I give it a solid A. I almost want to say A plus because nah, I, I get I, what they were doing with the six man match. I do too. I do. I, I understand and I get it. I really do. But I'm still I'm sticking with my A minus. So moving on down the rundown. So last week during. The, that show turned into a free for all because of all the damn wrestling news that came out yeah. last week on on Friday on the day of the show. So yeah. Friday after Friday early night we went. Oh, is this the rundown? Um, nope. Fuck it. No more. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I threw my notebook out the window and just had a bunch of snapshots from Twitter and and stories and ESPN. And you kind of have and, to um, when you're when you're already scheduled to go live. Yeah, and not two hours beforehand something happens that you never thought you would see like Vince McMahon retiring. Mm-hmm. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to focus on this one part of everything that happened because we were all over the place. We were talking about everything and, and we just kind of bounced back and forth. But the one part, the one part that really means the most to me in this whole scenario, the one thing that I've always wanted to see happen, well, not always, but the thing I've been wanting to see oh, happen for the last going. few years, um, and that's Triple H finally, finally getting full creative control over yeah. all of WWE. Honestly, Bercy, if you remember, that hadn't happened yet. They didn't know oh, that's that right. Until, like the weekend, you know, like maybe Sunday, and and because I had said. On our live stream, and I don't know if you guys heard me because I was having some technical difficulties. I'm glad Trips is back. I hope he gets creative control, and we end up with like yeah, a black right. and gold main roster. 
And then yeah. a few days later, it was announced that Triple H is taking over creative control. And I was like, oh, black and gold so, lives. So <laughs> I, I have a quote here from Triple H himself. Um, I want ideas from everybody. I want thoughts from everybody. To me, this, inc- this is inclusive. That goes for the talent. When I say this is going to take all of us, it's going to take all of us. I want that. We're going to make sure fans get everything they want out of this product. And you know what? I fucking believe him. Because he proved it to me with NXT Black and Gold. I think he can do this. And and, and I, 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 I'm going to say Honestly? I'm going to say this. Why do you think he was the guy all those years ago that they made grab a microphone and say, we are going to give you what you want? Because he was already doing that on NXT. So when mm-hmm. he said it, people believed it. But the McMahons were behind him. Vince was yeah. right there. And Vince was making him say it about the main roster. It was never true. But people believed it because of what he had been doing with NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, I I see... I see Raw taking the, the most changes out of any of the shows. Um, I think SmackDown will, will 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 stay kind of pretty much where it's at and where it's going. It's, but I think they're going to get more wrestling, just like Monday Night Raw had. Monday Night Raw had wrestling galore, and it, from what I hear, it was awesome. We opened um, Raw with a fight, like, you know. Like- a straight up fight between the Miz and Logan Paul. Like, not that I'm a big Logan Paul fan, but usually what you see then now forever together and then cut to the ring where somebody's waiting to cut a promo. Not this week. No. It was then now forever together brawl. <laughs> yeah. Um Jose, I'll get to that in a sec. I'll get to that in one second. Um you know, I, I see him making the most changes on Monday Night Raw. Um, I see, I actually see the black and gold um, formula, is what I'll say, being used on Monday Night Raw going forward. SmackDown, not so much. I think they're just going to add so add more wrestling and less stupid shit. Um, and yes, Jose, there is there is stories about NXT reverting back to some of the black and gold ways. Um, they're probably not going to change their logo. They're probably not going to change the 2.0 and the, and the, and the crazy colors, but like the way the show was run and the way the stories were told and stuff like that are going to be, um, from what I understand used in NXT now. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to get old school NXT mixed with new school NXT, not, not forget this era ever lived. And now this is how it's going to be. Um, I can see some stuff changing on SmackDown though too. It's like I, I mean, yeah, there'll be some things instance, that change. We already kind of had Max Dupree taken away from this modeling oh agency. My God, and thank you. His sister Maxine was put in charge of that, which makes more sense. I almost, you know, I, I don't know if we're gonna get LA Knight. I don't know if we're gonna get Eli Drake, but if I could make a bold prediction, I'd say sooner or later we're gonna see the debut of Eli Knight. Oh my god. We're gonna split the difference, folks. I don't know if they're still gonna do this licensing thing or not. So I'm gonna split the difference. Oh my god. Why you gotta ruin a good thing? Hey, it beats the shit out of Max Dupree. Yeah, it does. You're right. Okay, thank you. 
it beats the shit out of L.A. Knight. <laughs> it, he just needs to be. He just needs to be Eli Drake. I agree. I don't. But again, with with Trips now just taking over in the new regime, I don't know if they're still going to say you need to be. You need to pick a different name, like like we've had with Butch and Gunther and Max Dupree, who was L.A. Knight, and I don't know why it changed again, but it did, and so on and so forth down the line. Here's here's the thing about Triple H now being in charge that's going to benefit and 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 stop a lot of fucking bitching from wrestling fans and and we're 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 a lot of them. The names from NXT are not going to change when they go to the main roster. No. They're going to no, build a character on NXT and take that character and move that character to the main roster because everyone that watches NXT knows that character. Isn't that the way it's supposed to be, though? That's, and, and that's the way it should have been done. And but yeah, it's Mike, not. I agree. Like, having a hybrid is probably the future, exactly. you know. Like yep. you, like he said, it, and it's kind of funny, but the, the black and gold spirit with the taste of rainbow NXT. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, black and movie. gold. And Skittles, which is, which is an improvement as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so... Do you think with Triple H now in head of creative, mm-hmm. fuck it, let's do it this way. Keep it or kill it. Now that Triple H is in charge of creative, Ooh. Sasha Banks and Naomi come back. Ooh. I mean, there have been reports that, that he and Stephanie have reached out. And, you know, I mean, their problems were more directed towards guys like Johnny Ace, guys like Bruce Pritchard, not even Vince. Mm -hmm. One of them's already gone. One of them no longer has control. So, I mean, it's a strong possibility. So I'm going to lean towards keep it. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Okay. I think I'm going to keep... I think we're going to get a 50-50 split here. I think you're going to get Naomi back, but I think Mercedes is going to go somewhere else. Okay, so, so we're there's saying, no split. It, so we're saying half and half is basically yeah. it's, it's. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I, I so I think he's got a shot at getting both of them back. You know, yeah. they were they were upset at people who are no longer there and no longer have the power. Um, clearly, we never got a women's tag tournament. Mm-mm. If we get them back, we could bring those titles back. We could. I think those titles are just... long gone. I think they're. Well, I think they're going to get rid of them. Like I said last week, with the new regime and now with Trips having control, the possibilities are fucking endless. endless. It is. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> I love it. Mikey's playing along in the chat. Keep it. Sasha said in the past she loved working with Trips in NXT and and okay. respects Stephanie. Okay. Okay. okay, you know what? Since you're playing along in the chat, I'm gonna give you the. Mu- I'm gonna hit the music. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Or the sound. My bad. Right. One more. Actually, I think I got like two more for you. Keep it or kill it. Carry and Cross returns to WWE now that Triple H is in charge. Ooh, ooh. You know, I mean, Trips had him going in the right direction. The the, mm-hmm. the gimmick was was there. Amazing. It was, amazing. it was it was this Undertaker inspired like Grim Reaper type with, yes. with 
sexy woman in Catwoman suit, nails mm-hmm. and all, and and I loved it. Um, her entrance, their entrance could be considered TV fourteen. Yeah, which is fine with now. Scarlet. <laughs> and and Brian, put a pin in that because we will be getting the SummerSlam shortly. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, you get your Facebook stuff worked out yet? You had me worried, bro. You had me worried, bud. No lie. But um. I'm really racking my brain over this because I know he's got some things going with control your narrative on the independent scene. He's mm-hmm. even returning to um, Sammy's promotion revolver and, yep. and, and, and all in the, uh, in the near future. But would he want to go back to WWE if trips is going to let him be like the official carrying cross that he yeah. was before moving to raw. Hmm. I kind of want to say yes. I wish Ivan would have asked him this question when they had the chance. So I'm going to oh, keep it. Hot. I'm going to keep it. That's hot. And Mikey says keep that shit. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Brian bring the smoke show back. Shit. And I am with that. All of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep it. I'm sorry. Brian says keep that shit. Yeah, My bad. I'm keeping it. I'm if, keeping it. If Scarlett doesn't go with him, will the fans complain again? Did you hear what I just said, Mikey? <laughs> Jose, that was Jose. Oh, Jose! Why am I? God damn, man! I keep seeing like he keeps seeing the DeLorean, and then I just yeah. I don't know. Um, so we're gonna move on to a All new right, segment on. that I'm trying, and and hopefully you guys that are watching will play along with us. It's a game called Would You Rather. Oh, I'm boy. gonna give you I'm gonna give you two scenarios, and you have to pick one of the two. You can't change the, you can't you can't change the scenario <laughs> or nothing like that. Oh um, boy. So here we go. Would you rather have to watch December to Dismember every day for the rest of your life? Or watch or. great or watch great balls of fire every day for the rest of your life? Which one would you want to do? Can I pick suicide? No. Nope, nope, nope. You have to pick one or the two. Okay. Um, This is tough, but Great Balls of Fire was a horribly named, not-so-great pay-per-view. To me, December to Dismember was a a gut-wrenching sacrilege. I gotta go with Great Balls of Fire. Mike picked December to Dismember. Really? Wow. I, um, uh, see, here's the, here's the thing because I mean, do you? But because he, here's the here's the shitty thing about this because if you stop and think about it, this is the only wrestling you can watch for the rest of your life. Yeah, I think I stopped um, watching wrestling. You have to watch it though. It says you have to watch it every day of your life. You have to. Oh, I know, but it's like I said to Ted. You know, people try to throw rules at me all the time. I don't exactly obey them. Um. Ooh. That was <sighs> part of the merger meeting, for Christ's sake. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, I mean, John yeah. Brock did put on a de- did put on a damn good match. I can't remember a good match from that entire December to Dismember and. Maybe it was because I was trying not to vomit the entire time, but I'd personally rather go with that one. I'm... And that really was Mikey, so I'm with you on that, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So here we go. Here's the next one. Would you rather have backstage passes to every pay-per-view, any pay-per-view, WWE, AEW, MLW, any company, all your, you got backstage, but you only have access to the men's bathroom or have to wash everyone's ring gear the rest of your life without meeting the talent. So backstage <laughs> access, but I can only stay in the men's room? Yes, your your access in the backstage is the men's room only. What are these options, man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, what, I, I either got to be talking to somebody while they take a piss, or I got to be washing somebody's swamp-ass tights. Like, my- You didn't say that. Tell me you did not... Just say that. God. Oh, damn. I saw it. I went there. There's some good. There's some good options in here. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll take the men's room because I'm not real big on laundry, and at least maybe I could be a bathroom attendant, get some tips from the talent, and, and interview them on my phone for top rope. I, see, I'll take see, men's room. Exactly. Like, like that's I. You know, I think that's my my option. Um. As well, because like you said, you could take the TikTok videos. Like I, Austin Theory'd be pissing. I'd be like, yeah, you know. Um, but no, I, uh, I, I, I think I would take the men's room, as well. I yeah. wish Grandma was here too for this. We'll play it again. Yeah, when she we comes did too. Back. We're gonna do this again, Brian. No worries. This is just we thought we'd try because for those of, for again for those of you on the Rewind Wrestling Network who may have not watched this before we play a lot of games like we play yeah. we have wrestler or fan where somebody will read a tweet or something for social media we have to decide which which it came from we play the the name game where you name know Percy will say like you know name a wrestling move that starts with b and the first one to come up with the right answer gets a point we so yeah. we wanted to we wanted to have something fresh for the for the debut and this is it we'll do it again that- that's the whole that's the whole point, Mike. It's supposed <laughs> to be fun. It's supposed to make you laugh. This is supposed to be fun. So all right, here we go. On, like on these to are the Giancarlo one. Giancarlo Stanton blast left field options, yes. man. <laughs> all right, so so here's 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 one for you. Okay. Uh, would you would you rather have lifetime tickets to all AEW pay-per-views or would you rather have lifetime tickets to all WWE premium live events? Oh God, um, that is a good one because because it also gives me the chance to break this news, which I told Ted and he said yesterday, but we haven't said it, and I and I was the one that first came up with it. So here goes. WrestleMania forty in Philly. In Philly at the link. Yeah. I gotta choose between AEW shows and that. Now that's an, that's not an easy pick for your for your friend here. That is not an easy pick for the psycho. I mean it might be for high class, but for me, yeah, I'm like, oh man, there's some shitty WWE pay-per-views, but I'd have access to 40. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And and yeah, Mike, I, I know he said premium live event too. And I gotta be honest, anytime somebody says that, my head goes right here. Were you watching Spanked Revision? 
<laughs> no, baby, I swear it was SummerSlam. Sure, it was Summer Got Slam. No, it's a pay per view. No, it says premium live event right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, goddamn, this is tough. All right, fuck it. I'm biased. I- I'll t- I'll take the WWE shit because I want to be at the link for WrestleMania 40. <laughs> I'm I'm going AEW. Uh, WWE has to start proving me right again before I would consider. I figured. I think in the long run with trips, maybe they, maybe we'll get improved pay per views. But I know I'll have all access to the link for the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. And believe me, that's all my little psycho heart wants. <laughs> that and Paul Heyman in the WWE Hall of Fame live in Philly. Yes. All right. Make it so, Trips. I almost said Vince because I'm so used to that. Make it happen, Trips. <laughs> Steph? Yeah, that is that is that is a good deciding factor, Mike. It really is. Um, so next one for you. Would you rather become yeah. best friends with Big E or okay. become best friends with Danhausen? Oh, another toughie. Another toughie, but you know what? <laughs> yes, Mike, I just want to go to Chicago every month. <laughs> I mean, at least we get to hang out with Devin if we did, but, you know, <clears throat> that'd be cool. Right. Um, No offense to Dan Housen. I love you, but I think I want to be best friends with Biggie. I'm with you. I'm that with man you. is Big- amazing. Dan, Dan Housen's great. I think, I think he'd be a fun dude to hang out with, but I just... Biggie's got like that contagious happiness, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's, you know, like you're having a shit day, and you call Biggie up, and all of a sudden he's just giving you all those speeches and telling you to feel the power. Yeah. Like, shit day's over, you know. <laughs> all right. So next, the next one I got for you. Um, would you rather? <laughs> okay, so we we got to split. Mike wants Mike wants Biggie, and and Ivan says Danhausen in the chat. Okay forgetting someone oh thanks <laughs> ivan he <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hang out with me though love um, you too buddy so would you would you rather be okada's young boy or okay. be suzuki's young boy Ooh, i do love them both i'm gonna now, pick o- i'm gonna pick okada because i feel like he won't stretch me into a pretzel <laughs> <laughs> see because yeah. I know I, I'd be a young boy, but I'm not a young boy. I'm old, folks. Yeah. I'm fucking old. <laughs> I don't know. I See, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because Suzuki's got the ta- – he's got the experience. He's got the age. And, and Okada's got the talent. Like, I don't know if I want to take chops from Suzuki, but also I don't want that fucking missile drop kick from Okada. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like Okada's a nice guy. He might not do that. Suzuki will break you. He's called Hardcore Grandpa for a reason. But he'll, he'll, he, he, yeah, he'll make. Or I'm me... sorry, he's called Murder Grandpa for a reason. Yeah. I got Sting's nickname in there. My bad. But he, 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 he'd make me a a, a crazier oh. man. <laughs> I'd love to drink some Steve Weisers with you too, homie. I was just playing. Um, I, you know I love you, Ivan. That's my brother. And Big Mike says Suzuki. Well, yeah, because because you you don't give a fuck about being stretched, man. I know you. You don't feel pain. <laughs> I'm gonna take Okada. I am. I I I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Okada. I can deal with the drop kick. I can't deal with 
limbs breaking every other week um, from Suzuki. Yeah, so this is this I got is kids and shit. <laughs> well, this kid. is this is this is the question I wish Devin was still here for. Um, so would you? So I'm watching this December to December now. Nice, yes. I guess we inspired you, big homie. So this is this is this is the one I wish Devin was still around for. Maybe we can make a clip for it. Uh, yeah. So would you rather? Take a Superman punch from Roman every day for the rest of your life. Well, I think we know or, Devin's answer. Or would you take or would you take an orange punch every day for the rest of your life? What would you have to do? Every day, it could be when you wake up and before you go to bed, but every day you have to take a <laughs> Superman punch or an orange punch. Well, every day for the rest of your life. You know, I, I I was on this show saying the orange punch is the most lethal Superman punch in all of wrestling. So if I pick that, I'm now backing out on my prior statement. And and I may be psycho. I may use my hands a lot when I talk. Uh, I, I may have a lot of sound bites. But I'm still consistent. So bring on Roman. Really? Lesser of two, lesser of two evils. That Superman punch really? is the most dangerous punch in all of pro wrestling. That one gets three counts. Anybody see Roman get a three a three count with his lately? I'm going with Orange Cassidy. Okay. Do you? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I had already said it. So I'm going. I'm I? going with. I'm going with old, good old pockets. Um, well, yeah, I think we all would, Brian. I, I I'd certainly rather take a pinfall from Scarlett or Kira Hogan. I mean, those are just better options. Bruce didn't give us those options. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nope, those options aren't in there. This is the very final one of our inaugural would you would you rather and I feel like this is something that could become a monthly game for us. Yeah, um, for food and drinks. I'd like to hang with me. Probably give me a DVD. So, would you rather be on Vince Russo's podcast for the rest of your life or would or... you rather be on Corny's podcast the rest of your life? Oh God, give me Russo. <laughs> like, like, no offense, but like Russo, I'm gonna be annoyed, but corny, I'm gonna catch a case. Oh. Bro, <laughs> Ivan says. <laughs> I want to know his choice. I want to know Ivan's choice. Michael picked cor- <laughs> Michael, that does not surprise me that you corny. corny. I'm not even surprised. Like I'm not even shocked. The biggest heel I know is taking corny. Wow, shocker. Jose, <laughs> even even the hobo clown Jose's taking cornet. Jose was our Russo. resident corny when he was hosting yeah, the show. Would. Though he is that would. really shocking? He's yeah. He's 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 an OG. Okay. Um, Devious psychos okay. right here. Um, I was taking Russo. <laughs> Yeah, I would get into it with Cornette too. We we would be we would be locked up for assault and corny. <laughs> I uh oh they're both fucking douchebags. They really are. It's just to what degree. And you know, while while Vince Russo tends to shit on everyone similar to us without all the douchiness, corny shits mostly on AEW, and that would be a problem. Like well, like yeah. Um 
I'll probably I'm I'm going to go with Russo because I think I can argue with him without killing him. But Ivan Ivan just threw one out there, so here we go. Is would you rather Oh boy. host a podcast or with Dave Meltzer or would you rather host a podcast with with Brian Alvarez? You know what? Since since meeting Wendy and being adopted brown, uh, I got to say Brian Alvarez. I'm going with fucking Meltzer, yo. I can't go against the family. Plus, all the times I talk about Meltzering people. I'm going with Uncle Dave. I'm going to go with Uncle Dave on this one. I am. Okay. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but you know, also, I sit here on the show and talk about getting Meltzered and using it in a bad way. And if he ever figures that out, it's going to be trouble. And again, I might catch a case. So so being adopted Brown and, and worried about jail time, I'm going to take Brian Alvarez. Okay. I think right. that was good. We even had a we even had a we even had a participant in the chat. Like that was a good game right there, Brucey. Kudos to you, my friend. I, Thank you, sir. I don't know how long that took you, but it was a good it was a good goddamn idea. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it. It, it. It took me a little bit to write that one down. I'd rather host with punk. Me too, Melter FL Perez. He annoys me regardless if he's brown. Not fucking Ivan. <laughs> Oh, I love you, devious one. I I love you. He's right. a coconut. Great <laughs> <laughs> balls of fire in December to just remember to do a podcast with either one. Facts. <laughs> I'm not just saying it to say it. I'm literally I'm looking at the survey, and it's on there. <laughs> so. Before we wrap this up, we're going to talk a little bit about SummerSlam. We're going to yeah, of course. we're not going to fly through the entire card um cuz there's some matches on here where I'm like really it's SummerSlam, know, but I understand. This like I got to tell you last year at SummerSlam, I was that was painstaking. Like those two nights I was like, "Oh my god, can we get this over with?" This was they had brought in like Tiffany Hannish and Mario Lopez and Johnny drip drip with his sticks and and the new day and all that shit. I was like, oh my god, end it! But now all of a sudden we come into this one, we come into this one with trips and with the under the McMahon Helmsley era, and I'm thinking like, man, this could be Takeover Nashville, <laughs> right? All right, so I'm kind of excited. I. I know this match doesn't seem of importance to people, but there's a lot playing behind this match um, that I kind of want to want to talk about, which is the hmm. Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Hmm. Um, I don't know why they're called the Judgment Day. That's kind of stupid. It should be called Judgment Day. But anyways, to each their own. Um, I, I, it'll be a solid match. Um, but what I'm interested in seeing is the story that plays out in this match. I would really like to see Dominic Mysterio turn on Ray um, and join Judgment Day. But also in that being said, I want to see Edge come back to save Ray Mysterio um, and, and continue his feud or, well, not continue, but start the feud between Judgment Day. Um, what are, what are, what are your thoughts in and on this man i am i am dying like dying for the moment 
that Dom turns on his father and says, I'm Uncle Eddie's son, damn it. <laughs> and and changes his name to Guerrero. Exactly. I almost thought we were going to have that on Raw at, at one point, and then it didn't happen. Um, I would love to see it happen at SummerSlam. And clearly, with the vignettes and everything leading up, you would think Edge is going to get involved in this somehow. I'm going to say that's all after the match. I'm going to say Judgment Day or The Judgment Day or whatever the fuck you want to call them. They're, they're rocking purple and black. So WWE's Dark Order is going to win this match, and then maybe we get the Dom thing, we get Mysterio in trouble, and like you said, here comes Edge to save him because they go back and, they, and he has all the respect in the world for him. Ray even mentioned him in his whole big speech at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about Logan Paul versus The Miz because I'm not interested in Logan Paul wrestling. Yeah. Um, I don't I'm care almost, if he's good or not. The biggest um, thing I see there, the, the biggest question I have is, does Miz pull an MJF and last minute, like, throw the black heart in in his place? Yeah. Yeah. Outside yeah. of that, I don't really have much interest, guys. I mean, you would think Logan Paul would win? Just to you know, have that notch in his belt and start to build that WWE career. That uh, I guess, if you want to say, started off well on Monday. I mean, he had a good fight, and then he mentioned his brother, and he got booed out of the building. So there was that. But um... Osprey all day, Ivan. <laughs> oh, oh, Jay White or Osprey? Oh, Switchblade. So. This one, this this match could play an interesting factor in the main event, which is Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Yeah, maybe he'll get his first, maybe he'll get his first name back. Um, <laughs> honestly, you think by now Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler had to kick him had to super kick him so hard that he remembered his first name? I just don't know why this isn't. Dolph Ziggler versus Theory. Because, you know, it's like Theory's been saying for weeks now, first he's going to get his U.S. title back, then he's going to cash in, then he's going to win all the belts, and then he's going to be the equivalent of, like, WWE's Kenny Omega. Never going to happen. I have all the gold. Not even close. I see Bobby Lashley retaining. Yeah. You and me both. I see. I see Lashley retaining with via countout because I think Theory will have a plan for later on in the evening that I'll explain. Yeah, I could see him kind of weaseling his way down the ramp to save himself for later. But even if he doesn't, I, I think I mentioned it last week. Bobby Lashley is one of the hottest guys in WWE. In the last year or so, he is he is pretty much the only guy who has beaten Goldberg, Brock, and Roman. Mm-hmm. And and had the WWE title in the Elimination Chamber, didn't even get a chance to get out of his pod and defend it. Like, never got in the match. Yeah. So, you know, I don't see how he loses to Austin Theory. I mean, Theory. At this point. Yeah. Do you think, this all, do you think it's all a swerve and Dolph is going to be with Theory after kicking his ass? For weeks on end out of nowhere. Uh, I don't know. I mean it'd be a cool twist. 
it, it, it would make sense because, again, all of a sudden Dolph, Dolph Ziggler came out of mothballs from NXT and it was like, why are you here? <laughs> so we got we got a couple more <clears throat> a couple more matches to cover here that, that I just really want to cover because I feel like they're like they're the matches that are going to really stand out on the show. You know, you, you got the the undisputed the undisputed the Usos versus the Street Pop Profits with special oh. guest referee Jeff Jarrett. I have no fucking clue what Jeff Jarrett has to do with this match. Why Nothing. he's there? He wasn't a tag team wrestler. Oh, I know why he's there. A, if you go to his WWE history, he was the biggest country star in Nashville. B, mm. his family. But why this match? Why not Pat McAfee and and Corbin? Well, that's what I mean. Well, you know, they needed because again, go back to oh shit, what was the last pay per view? <laughs> oh, go back to Money in the Money in the Bank when they fought, and you know, obviously Montez had a shoulder up. Ref counted three, so now they need somebody that's going to call this thing down the middle and keep these guys in check. And actually get it right. So they turn to what they're saying is a Nashville icon. And maybe Jeff Jarrett is. Now here's the, like, I have no problem with him being a referee at SummerSlam. It's just this match. It's just this match. This match shouldn't be the match that he's refing. He should be refing like Palm Blanco and Happy Corbin or something like that. They don't even need a ref. Those two just need to fight. Um... But we'll get to that in a second. So who do you got in this? I'm taking the Usos. You know what? I, God, I love both these teams. I really do. And they had such a great match at, at Money in the Bank. Like like Briscoe's FTR quality. No lie. Um, I'm dying to see it again. But yeah, I kind of want the Street Profits to pull it off this time. I mean, I know everybody's talked about them splitting up. Montez Ford has come out and said he is not ready for a solo run. Yeah. So if they're going to stay together, and they technically, because I, I know the shoulder was up, but the ref's decision is final. They lose to the Usos twice. The Usos have both belts. Where do they go from here? Because there's no singles push following this up. Well, so they would okay. have to win to create another, like we talked about, New Day Uso rivalry where these two just keep bringing the house down and you're like, oh, they're fighting again? All right, I'm in. Yeah. So now here's yeah, another Mike, here's, here's it's a kind question. of time. Here's a question spinning off of what you know, you say wanting the profits to win. Because if the profits win, I'll be happy. I, I, I'm happy either way because I like both of these teams. Um, oh, yeah. But if, the, if, the, if the profits win, do you think this is the end of the bloodline? No. Do you think if Roman retains and the Usos lose, Roman doesn't kick them out? No. Or we go back think, to Or do you think the 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 Usos turn on Roman that, that has been spoke of so highly and and uh, around the the wrestling world uh, or the fandom world of wrestling um and their brother comes up and they have a new Samoan dynasty with the three brothers. Yeah, or they add them to the bloodline, but I I don't see Roman kicking them out because I think they are going to be one of the big reasons that Roman retains. And we'll get to that when we talk about that. I don't want to jump to I don't want to jump topics, but 
even if they lose, I think their position is safe. I think their role in the bloodline is safe because they will have an impact later on in the night. And Roman's not going to want to kick them out after what happens. Okay. So the next match that we got, I really wish grandma was here for this one. Is Pom Blanco, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. I'm taking Pom Blanco in a showstopper. I'm taking Pom Blanco all day. Like, like, I I love that they kind of filled in the background and told you that these two were both on the Cardinals roster when they were rookies Colts. and they went through. The... No, it was the Cardinals. No, it was the Colts. I'm telling you, it was the Cardinals. Look it up. <laughs> but either way, they they built that uh, they built that story in, and they added to the rivalry, and they've had these two going back and forth, and almost makes Corbin tolerable. But it's always good to have him as the brunt of a joke. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Pom Blanco all day on this one. I hope Corbin gets his ass whipped. Like goodbye, bum ass Corbin. <laughs> right. All right. Next match: Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Who do you got? Man, it's going to be a great match. But I I think this is where Bianca finally gets that revenge for what happened at last SummerSlam with Becky. Okay. Like they've had their little, they've gone back and forth a little bit, and Becky has fallen off since dropping the title. You know, done everything she could to try to climb back into contention, get another match. It's coming now, but I think they just used this match to wrap it up and give Bianca that that vengeance, so that she can move forward. A solid push, yeah. You know, get that like legitimate rub at the same show at the at a big four show. To just catapult her up, and then maybe later down the line we get something with you know her and Alexa, or or we get her Rhea Ripley like we were supposed to get before she got hurt. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we we've said it on this show before. You know, like the four horsewomen are great, but we're missing what three of the four of them right now? And two of the four. No, three. Bailey, yeah, Charlotte's not back. Bailey's yet. injured. Sasha's at Charlotte's home. Not Charlotte. Back yet. Is on vacation. So we got Becky, end of list. Eventually, you you, you have gotta... to move somebody else forward. Yep. And Absolutely. Bianca is the leading fucking candidate to move into that echelon with the four horsewomen. Yep. You know, I agree. Maybe Rhea's a little bit behind her that you can go from there. But Bianca is ready to be it on that list. And yes. This will just prove it. So I, I I'm gonna stick with the EST. Okay. I uh I I think you're onto something here. You know, I, I think I think Bianca's gonna win this one. I if here's the thing, this is gonna go down one of two ways. Either they're gonna let Bel Air squash Becky Lynch like yeah. Becky did to her, or because Becky's been lose like She's been kind of losing her shit since she lost the title. And what better way mm-hmm. to make her fully lose her shit and go go like revert back to the man, I guess, like you like you could say, um, yeah. is have her get squashed at SummerSlam. Or this is gonna be a knockdown drag out 15, 20 minute wrestling match. You know, and, and either way, it's gonna make Bianca Belair look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> 
is it just me or with the regime with the regime changing could you see like triple h and steph sitting down with say like becky and seth rollins and be like hey um what the fuck (laughs) you're dressed like lady gaga you look like the joker you keep losing what the fuck happened to you two that would be awesome ivan a bailey return at SummerSlam? yeah yeah although we have had several bailey and bianca matches but they were good yeah they were damn good and i'm not even a big bailey fan but those matches were fucking great so the last match to talk about oh boy brock lesnar versus Mm. roman reigns in a last man standing match And I'm saying it right now. Theory walks away with both fucking titles. I don't see it. I just don't. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't say that no more. No. I forgot the old man's not there anymore. Daddy's not here anymore. Daddy's not there anymore. I forgot. I mean, even, uh, even even the faithful at Madison Square Garden were there to, you know, with a chant, you know, ask Austin Theory one personal question, which Who is my daddy and what does he do? Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love that, by the way. The entire garden chant, who's your daddy? I mean, I know you being a Red Sox fan, that might that might have irked you. But for me personally, just them getting on him at, at and the look on his face, I was like, yes. <laughs> But that's one reason. There are so many reasons I don't see this happening. What did, uh, what did I say? Triple H being Oh, nothing. That's a lot of what ifs, homie. Well. <laughs> it's good, but it's a lot of what ifs. But there's, there are so many other factors in here. Like I already said, first and foremost, you got to get past Bobby Lashley, who has destroyed bigger, badder men than Theory. That's mm-hmm. number one. Now, I know Mike had said something about you know a twist where where it turns out Ziggler is running with theory and that would be cool but I, the way i was looking at it was not from that standpoint i was looking at it going back to someone we just talked about as like lone wolf baron corbin does anybody remember him winning money in the bank turning around trying to cash it in on good old gender and next thing you know a veteran like john cena comes running down the ramp stops him from doing it and then they have a match and well, now we see where Happy Corbin is mm-hmm. years later. I feel like in this situation, the way they're presenting it to us, Theory is Baron Corbin. Dolph Ziggler is John Cena. And we're going to run this back. Now, yeah, okay. it, even, even if that doesn't happen, even if that doesn't happen, you still got to worry about the Usos on the way to the ring. Because I'm sure they're going to have a banger with the Prophets, but you know they're going to have Romans back in the main event. They might even be on different friggin' nights. So that's not really going to matter. This is two nights? Yes, it is a two-night event. What the fuck? Well, they have a they have a huge card, so it's either, it's like, you know, either two nights or six and a half, seven hours straight, and, and I prefer two nights. But... The last few weeks, I can't count how many times whether they were supposed to be tagged up with him or whether he was talking shit. I can't count how many times the Usos have hauled off and super kicked theory. And if he tries at any point 
before, during, or after that match to come down that ramp with Case, guess what's going to happen again? The same fucking thing that's been happening to him week after week on Raw and SmackDown. There will be the Usos to super kick his head off. Okay. So we're talking, you got to get through Bobby, Dolph, and the Usos to get to whatever's left of Roman and Brock. And Roman's already brutalized this guy on a dozen occasions. So is Brock. Yeah. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of another amazing show. At least hopefully amazing. Like, we'll, yeah, hopefully. You guys seem hopefully. To enjoy I had fun. We had Dom had people, fun. All, you know, OG uh, OG fans and new in the chat tonight. The, the, I enjoyed the hell out of myself. Thank you all for showing up. Uh, and I guess I'll let Brucey get back to this so we can give you our social medias for those who may not have heard them before. Is it one night this year, Mike? I thought it was two. It was t- My bad. Oh, before no, no. Get- That's right. It's one night, and then the next night is Flair's last match. I apologize. Yeah. I got him twisted. My bad. Okay, good. Thank um, you, Big Mike. So before I get into our social medias, um, for those of you that are watching that don't know or haven't heard or haven't seen the news, um, we have decided to merge with Rewind Wrestling Network, which is actually a huge deal for both shows. Um, yeah. As of September 2nd, this show will be shown on Rewind Wrestling Network on YouTube. Exclusively. So please, exclusively. So please go follow Rewind Wrestling Network. Um, watch our shows there um, as of September 2nd. Um, and, and get to know the Rewind crew uh, before we get over there. Great show. Great people. Awesome um, people. Get to know them. So now that that is said... You can find us at two places in one spot. Yes, one name, two places, one spot. That is Facebook. You can find us at Top Rope Wrestling Talk. That 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 is our group. You can find us there. That's where we have our forums, our threads. Have fun, post memes, talk wrestling, um, and just shoot the shit. And then you can also find us in the second place with the same name, and that's our, that's our page. Go on there. That's where we post clips from the show. Uh, upcoming episodes, stuff like that, our links. And then you can also find us on Twitter at Top Rope WT. Uh, go on there. Dom's pretty active on that. Actually, you know, we don't even really have to be like, we're active on there, but like the activity <laughs> takes care of itself on our Twitter for crying out loud. Um, yeah, it's been off chain lately. And then you Thank can you, find us at the PWI award-winning Instagram handle for the worst handle ever. You can find us on the gram. Here we go. At top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Yes, that won a PWI the award. Worst. The worst. The, the worst. worst. It's even going to win us a league award. Two-time award winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom. Tell everyone where you can buy, where they can buy our merch and listen to us on podcast platforms. Yeah. Also, uh, Brucey mentioned, you know, we're going to go exclusively – to Rewind Wrestling Network's YouTube channel in September. 
we will also be moving to their podcast platforms. So if you haven't yet, the link tree for their stuff is in the description of this live screen stream. Click it, follow them, listen to them, get to know them as well. Um, but in the meantime, until September, you can find uh, you can find us pretty much wherever podcasts are distributed. But for one-stop shopping, go to anchor.fm backslash TRWT. You will see all our episodes there. You will also see all the platforms we're, we're available on, so you can find your favorite and, and listen along. Um, you can get all of our merch, and I say that because there is a vast array. I mean, ev- yes. almost everything you can think of at trwtmerch.threadless.com when you go to the website you'll see the logos that are available when you click on those logos there is an assortment of things you can get and different styles that you can get them in it's very customizable there is international shipping for our fans like PETA and 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 of course Felipe and everybody around the world that watches and listens and loves us so definitely hit up trwtmerch.threadless.com get you some stuff today Maybe put some gas in our tanks. Help me save up to get to WrestleMania 40 because, you know, I need to go. I need to be there. <laughs> right? Right? No. I don't want Damn to right. Philly. No, I don't want to go to Fuck Philly. Fuck you. <laughs> you want to go to Philly. I'm going to bring you. We're going to go to WrestleMania 40. You're going to love it. No, I went to Philly and it wasn't the right part of the neighborhood, so... Oh, oh well, that's why you got. That's why you got to let me take you. <laughs> I know, I know how I to got get around. Lost. You know, <laughs> I got lost. Um. Yeah, you don't want to make three suspect lefts, but it's still a good. It's still a good city, and and I'm dying for WrestleMania 40. I know it's two years away. I'm still dying for it. But uh, damn, since we don't have Grandma, I don't know whether I should say stay fresh cheese bags. Oh, he's gonna say it. <laughs> I. I personally was just going to click. Swoop. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I've been asked for it. I came through with it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everybody enjoy wrestling out there. Like I said, I don't care if it's SummerSlam, Ric Flair's last match, the card is fire, whatever. But stay safe out there. Enjoy wrestling. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Exactly. Deuces, bitches.